This is Uninvited Company, the podcast where we tell you ghost stories, urban legends, and all the spooky shit, spooky shit. If you haven't noticed already, I'm by myself today. Rachel is out of commission this week. She's had a pretty shitty week, and so we're giving her a her, I can't speak. We're giving her a break. So we decided that I would just do a solo episode this week. Just to keep you all up to date, so we constantly have some new content coming out. So this week, I'm going a little bit outside the box. Not quite an urban legend this week. More on the conspiracy theory spectrum. Our topic this week is the pyramids. And I say the pyramids, not the Egyptian pyramids, because we're going to be talking about a lot more of the pyramids all around the globe, because there's hundreds built by many different ancient civilizations. So we're going to do a little bit of history, we're going to do a little mystery, a little bit of everything. So here we go. We're going to start with the Egyptian pyramids. So there's 155 pyramids all around Egypt. There's also Hundreds of different shapes and sizes all around the world, but right now we're just going to focus on the three in Giza. The pyramids in Giza are the Pyramid of... Oh god, I need to look this up. Hold on just a second. So the Pyramids of Giza are the Pyramid of Menkara, the Pyramid of Khafre, and the Great Pyramid, which is the Great Pyramid of Khufu. That's obviously the biggest one, since it's called the Great Pyramid. I don't know if you could tell. The builders of these pyramids had to have had extremely advanced understandings of mathematics, astronomy, and just overall knowledge of the Earth. So the Great Pyramid, otherwise known as Khufu, stood at roughly... There's a, a couple of different sources that have differing exact measurements. But it's about 480 feet tall, and then the four equal sides are about 755 feet long. When the builders built the pyramids, they were so precise that the biggest difference in length is less than two inches from each side. So that's pretty darn precise when you think about them being built by ancient, I put in air quotes, ancient civilizations, because I actually think they were a lot smarter than what we've got going on now. But that's another another story for another day. So there's roughly about 2.3 million stones that make up the pyramid. Okay, well, that was, um, oh, still going. Okay. Anyways, as I was saying when I was interrupted by the thunder, the Great Pyramid of Giza is um, made up of about 2.3 million stones. The heaviest stone weighs approximately 80 tons. 
That's really big when you think about it. (laughs) And the stones were made of various materials, um, one of them being granite, from over 500 miles away. Damn, Thunder. Just let me speak. 500 miles away. That's just, that's insane for someone to get something that large when you think of them being ancient civilizations. They don't have the technology that we have now for construction, but obviously they had it going on if they were able to do that by themselves. So the pyramids now, when you think about them, they, you probably picture them being tan, matching the landscape around them, you know, the desert of Egypt. But they actually used to be covered in casing stone. So there was a whole other layer on the outside of these. And they they were pretty they were pretty clean looking because the stones were uh, white limestone. So they were pretty and white and smooth originally. Sadly, these stones were loosened by earthquakes and the elements, and then eventually any of the leftovers were carried off to um, be used to build other things. Archaeologists claim that the Great Pyramid of Giza was built around 2500 BC, and its original purpose was to be a burial tomb for the pharaoh Khufu, hence the name the Great Pyramid of Khufu. But this claim actually hasn't been proven because Khufu's body has never been found inside the pyramid or just let alone found at all. This could possibly be because grave robbers, you know, that's a thing. People steal bodies. Gross. But they also... There's, a, there's a tons that we don't actually know about the pyramids because they're so precise and there's hidden chambers everywhere. And so there's possibly a chamber still holding Khufu's sarcophagus and mummified body and all of his gadgets and gizmos of plenty hidden around him because you know how they did with mummies. They... Got all their favorite toys and buried them with it because they thought that they would be taken with them. Anyways, we're not going into Egyptian history. We're going to the pyramids. Nobody, you know, we don't actually know since nothing proves that it was an actual tomb. There's other legends around the world that another reason that the pyramids were built was because gods gave them the instructions to build the pyramids. And this, you'll see here in a little bit, that this is a common theme amongst multiple civilizations who have built pyramids around the world. The Egyptian god, Fa, was the architect who designed the Giza pyramids. He's known as, like, the architect of the universe kind of thing. Like, you know, basic definition of god. But... Could an extraterrestrial actually be responsible for giving the humans the instructions to build these pyramids? Considering so many different versions of pyramids are sh- are found all over the world, and we're still discovering tons and tons of new info about these ancient structures. Some of them, 
still complete mysteries to this day, which is crazy to me, but, you know, different parts of the world are kind of iffy about history and they like to hide things. Hint, hint, the U.S. is one of them. The info's out there if you want to find it, but they make it really hard to read. So the view of the pyramids from a bird's eye perspective, bird, I don't know why I said bird's eye perspective, bird's eye view. From, so an aerial perspective, that's what I was trying to say. They actually have a lot more info from that, from that point of view, which wouldn't make sense if they were built for humans because humans can't fly. Why would they build them with the added intention of, oh, this is also meant to be seen from above. One of the first accounts of actually seeing the bird's eye view of the pyramids was in 1940, when a British Air Force pilot was able to actually take a photograph while flying in the sky, obviously on a on a plane, not, not him flying, you know. He was able to take a photograph of the pyramid from the sky. And this unlocked a whole other side of the pyramids. So this new discovery, they realized from the picture, whoa, it's not a pyramid with four sides. It has eight. Wow. Why does it have eight sides? So if you bear with me, okay, when you picture it, I'll post this with this episode post on Instagram. But instead of, you know, like a square, if you look at it from above, it looks like a square picture each of the four sides of the square. There's like a middle point of those sides and they slightly like angle in. So it's kind of like just a little V kind of thing, but very, very, very slight. So it actually has eight sides, which is peculiar. Apparently it's also built in what is believed to be the center of the land on earth. Also, it's almost perfectly aligned to magnetic north. Crazy, right? So crazy. There's also small shafts inside the pyramid, and it's actually aligned with the constellations of Orion and Sirius. Not Sirius Black. I already checked. Don't worry. The constellation of Orion is actually going to pop up a few more times here in a little bit. So the four shafts that are actually inside the pyramid are also aligned on the north-south axis. It was originally believed that the shafts were there specifically for air ventilation and airflow during the construction of the pyramids. But why would they pay so much attention to where they're pointing and how they're aligned with the stars perfectly? If it's literally just meant to give them some fresh air, that just doesn't make sense to me. So as I said before, they're oriented to Orion's belt and thought to believe, thought to be the release of a soul back to its origin. This would make sense if you know anything about Egyptian history and mummies and why they mummified the dead, especially the royal dead and put all their belongings with them and, you know, blah, 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 everything else with it. It was because of the afterlife um, theory and beliefs that they had. So they believed the kings after passing 
would become a star in the constellation of Orion's belt. That makes me think of the Evangeline song that Ray the Firefly in Princess and the Frog sings. He thinks that his dead love of his life became a star in the sky. It's it's super sweet. You should look at it. The pyramid complex in Tio... Oh God. Okay, here we go. The pyramid complex in Teotihuacan, Mexico. Teotihuacan. Pronunciation. I should have written this down. Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. I hope that's right. That's what's Google's. That, that that's what the Google says. So the pyramid complex in Mexico has a layout that represents. You guessed it. Something in the universe. The the it represents the solar system. Like if you literally lay it out in what the layout of our solar system is compared to the this pyramid complex in Mexico, it's exact. It's actually like mind blowing. And here's where Orion's belt comes back in for this pyramid complex. It's also present in the layout, in addition to the representation of the solar system. Wow! I need to have a button with what's-his-face from uh, Night at the Museum, and all he says is, wow, wow. Why would these significant astrological layouts be present in these pyramid complexes? But they're also really far away from each other. It's just, it's mind-blowing. So there's one theory that states it's because they're only seen in their entirety from above. They were made as beacons to connect with others. And when I say others, I mean extraterrestrials. I tried to think of the Katy Perry tune to E.T., but all I could hear was the... Which isn't any of the actual words. Anyway, another theory is they're markers for energy sources around the Earth. This theory actually has a little bit more of a... It has a little bit more to back it up, which I'll get into here in a second. And it's also very interesting. Now we're going to take it to Indonesia, where the world's largest Buddhist monument is present. And... It is, drumroll please, a pyramid. It's also a pyramid because this episode's about pyramids. It was built in the 8th and 9th centuries AD. Now, like I said, every pyramid, it's kind of more important when you look at it from above. So when you're looking at it in person, just from, you know, standing on the ground, it doesn't look like anything super... I mean, it's special, obviously. Like, it looks really cool. But not as special as it does from above when you see the depth of what all went into building it. So it doesn't look like a pyramid up close. But when you look at it from above, it actually resembles the Buddhist mandala. And it was thought that reaching the top of this pyramid was almost like reaching nirvana. Again, with the theme of it's a temple to the stars, stairway to heaven. You know, you will transcend. It's it's a, it's a transcending type of monument, if you want to call it that. Now, taking it away from Indonesia, 
There's also hidden pyramids in China. And they're covered in plants, so from far away, they kind of look like mounds or, like, hills, I guess. Kind of man-made hills, just because, you know, a pyramid is such an unnatural shape compared to just a regular hill. So they're kind of suspicious, but they're actually in a zone where you can't visit. Suspicious? I think so. There are some theories that the government might be hiding something. With these pyramids, since there's not a lot of knowledge about them or something about Chinese history that they just, they don't want you to know, I don't know. Because governments like to hide things from people. It's super annoying, but that's the way it is. That's the way it is. One of the theories with governments hiding it is these hills, because they're covered in plants, maybe they were discovered And they were covered up with the plants so that anyone else trying to discover them would be deterred because they looked more natural. So there's the possibility they purposefully tried to cover them back up after already discovering them. Now we're gonna take a little flight from China over to Bosnia. There's multiple pyramids in Bosnia. They are also like the... Chinese pyramids where they're covered in a lot of landscaping, but these are a lot more of a mystery. Um, The Bosnian government, like Bosnians, I don't know. There's just, there's not a lot that is known about it. Uh, There's a possible pyramid that is in relation to the sun and the moon amongst many, many others. Both of these sun and moon pyramids are much larger, like much, much, much larger than the Egyptian pyramids. And the Egyptian pyramids are already impressive, as is. So just think about that. The Egyptian pyramids, they are a little bit more chiseled in what you would consider the typical shape of a pyramid. These Bosnian ones, because they're still covered in all this landscape and trees and everything and just not really uncovered fully because they're not in the same type of climate where it's just dust (laughs) in the desert, you know, they don't look as sharp, but they are pyramids and they're very, very big. And these pyramids, once again, were not placed in just any random area. They were very precisely placed based on astrological events and coordinates and all that jazz. So there's a couple of researchers that have done their own work trying to uncover more about these Bosnian pyramids. And one actually discovered that there's concrete covering them, like artificial concrete, you know what I'm, you know what concrete is, like the sidewalks, They had their own version of artificial concrete, whatever ancient civilization that built these Bosnian pyramids. And it actually is a much better quality of a mixture for concrete than what we have today in 2022, which is just mind boggling to think about. Because once again, we think that we're so technologically advanced and everything. I've got a couple of theories of my own. I'm going to, I'm going to, put a pin in those until I get to the end, just because I could rant about them, have myself get way off track. But all right, back to business. 
Lots of scientists don't take the Bosnian pyramids seriously. They're stuck in this, like, they're stuck in this box. And anything outside of that box is considered, I put in air quotes, forbidden archaeology. There's just a lot of what Western scientists, you know, how they view things and just this this really weird era of shaking off anything that could be even remotely a new possibility of way of thinking. And so anything that just is even remotely out of the box, they just, they don't even want to look into it at all. And so that's why the Bosnian pyramids are still such a mystery. No one's, no one's looking into it except for very few researchers that don't have as many resources as these other scientists have that refuse to look into it, which is crazy. Like, I, I just feel like any, any new discoveries now are so important and they're refusing to look into them because they think it's, essentially they think it's silly, which I think is silly in my opinion. Now heading from Bosnia over on to Russia. Now in Russia, I'm not gonna be talking about pyramids built by ancient civilizations. The pyramid that I'm actually gonna be talking about is made of fiberglass and is a modern pyramid. So Alexander Golod, he was the man that was responsible for building them because he fully believed that the shape of pyramids have an energy field that can be extremely healing. Otherworldly is another way you could describe it. And it's also detected on radar, like this energy force that pyramids create. There were actually antibiotics tested inside Golod's pyramid for, this sounds really like witchy and <laughs> supernatural, but it, the antibiotics were tested inside the pyramid for a moon cycle, which is roughly 28 days. And after that cycle was over, it was determined that the effectiveness or power of the antibiotic was multiplied thousands of times. Like, it was so much more effective after being in that energy force of the pyramid for that amount of time. Again, a moon cycle, that's how long it took. Another thing relating to anything in the stars, the universe, it's just, it all connects. It all connects in one way or another. So could ancient civilizations also have known about this mystical energy force that's extremely healing, extremely powerful, but also, like I said before, was it, did they know about this energy force that could be used as a beacon for contacting extraterrestrials and, you know, all other, otherworldly people? Otherworldly civilizations. Now, placing pyramids on top of energy sources in the ground is another theory because I don't know if you've ever heard of, it's a very like holistic medicine kind of approach thing, but there's this thing called grounding where you actually will feel better overall if you do a certain amount of grounding every day where you are barefoot and touching the bare earth. So not concrete, nothing like that, like actual grass or dirt with your bare feet. You're going to get some of the earth's natural energy force, like electromagnetic field, 
and it's actually going to be healing to you because, you know, science, humans are actually, we're powered by a little bit of electricity, you know, I, I don't understand it. That's science. So <laughs> now we're going to take it over to the Mayan pyramids. When I think of Mayan pyramids, I, it also makes me think of like the Mayans, the Aztec, the, I, the Aztecs. And the sacrifices they did on top of these pyramids. But I'm not going to go into that. You can go back in your history books for, for that info if you, if you wish. But the Mayan pyramids, they actually built the most out of any ancient civilization that we know about. They had so many pyramids. <laughs> it's insane. And they built their pyramids for, you guessed it, same thing. They had the temple on top, the chamber inside, and they used it for connecting with gods. They used it as a, air quotes, holy place, you know, connecting with gods, connecting with otherworldly creatures. I don't even know what you'd want to call otherworldly forces. And these forces were usually associated with astrological symbols such as the sun, the moon, the stars, etc., so all of them having to connect with these astrological symbols. And now we're going to take it back to the Great Pyramid of Giza. Now, this is the big main event that I'm wanting to get to. The Great Pyramid of Giza just might be the ultimate pyramid energy source. Why is it the ultimate out of all of these different pyramids that are all over the planet? Well, the coordinates of the Great Pyramid, so 29.979-2458 degrees north, it's the exact same number as the speed of light, which is 299,792,458 meters per second. That's so precise. And so this energy source that Giza might be, it has an electromagnetic vibration at the top. Now there's a researcher who dug deeper into this concept named Joe Parr. And he actually did an experiment with a model pyramid on a much smaller scale, you know, I guess... That was kind of redundant. Models are always smaller scale. He did an experiment with it by putting it in a centrifuge through an alternating magnetic current. Not really fully sure what that entails. I'm just relaying the information to you. So once he put it in the centrifuge, the pyramid basically started to create this like orb around it. And he, like, kind of like a force field. Picture Violet in The Incredibles. Whenever she puts up her little ball around her, her force field ball. That's what I picture. And it deflects any other electromagnetic radiation. It's, this just seems so random to me. I mean, it's obviously not random because there's too many coincidences for this to be an accident. So it deflects electromagnetic radiation. And then after this orb forms, it would then start to basically defy gravity. Q, Alphaba from Wicked. This model pyramid is defying gravity, literally starting to float. And once it starts to float, 
it would move in a specific direction. And do you know what direction this was moving towards to point? It was aligning with the constellation of Orion. Orion is what we talked about beforehand. Everything with Orion. I don't know. He's a great guy, I guess. So this brings theories, so many different conspiracy theories of this crazy shit that this pyramid is able to do on a much smaller scale. So think about how large the pyramids are. What kind of, like, what kind of, what, what kind of shit's in there? That, I don't know. I feel like it could cure cancer. Honestly, the possibilities can be endless. But there's some conspiracy theories about it being, you know, a gateway to alternate dimensions. It's a portal. It's a time machine because time isn't a real thing. It's, you know, humans invented it and it's just a way for us to process with our tiny little brains how things work, but we don't actually know anything. So there's all these different theories. It's just like opened a It opened a door to all these different possibilities. I don't know. Spooky shit going on there, man. Like, someone had to have told him how to do it. You don't just wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm gonna go build a freaking huge pyramid and it's gonna be pretty damn perfect. I, I don't think you do. I know I don't. Some theories that I have, I definitely feel like there's a lot of the unknown when it comes to dimensions and alternate universes and the universes. When I think about space, it it scares me, honestly. So I don't like to think about it a lot just because it's not going to do any good for me. But when I do have to think about it, universe constantly expanding. We are so teeny, teeny, tiny. Like, I know that there's other things, life forces, energy forces, however you want to call it. I don't think they're like us, but I definitely think there's beings out there that we don't know about because we are dum-dums. And a theory of mine is if the ancient civilizations were able to do things this badass so long ago, honestly... I feel like maybe the earth like started over at one point. I don't know when, but I think we, you know, advanced so much and we were given all these gifts from our friends, I guess. And then we ruined that shit by doing human stuff because humans are dumbasses and we just ruin things, you know? I mean, take a look at what's going on now. Like, earth is pretty much you know, burning to pieces. And so we you, we can't have nice things. And so I think they were like, you know what? We're just gonna, we're just gonna do a hard reset. And, and then we started over. And now it's taking us forever to get back to that point of intelligence. That's a theory of mine. Another theory, maybe it was humans, like one civilization was jealous of the other, and so they just rid anyone that had this knowledge, and then eventually the knowledge was just lost. I don't know. There's so many different things that you can attribute to the mysteries of the world. <laughs> After going into the- going into depth of pure- like, something as simple as just a shape. Like, a shape of a building. 
can be so different. I don't know about you, but you know, there's some buildings that just have, that have that good vibe and then some that don't. And maybe it's because the shape of the building just ain't right. You never know. So maybe if we all started building pyramids, shit would get real. But that's all I got for the pyramids for you this week. Um, Believe whatever you'd like to believe. If you have any other thoughts, comments, questions, concerns about the pyramids, and just tell us what you think. We are on Instagram at Uninvited Company Podcast. We're working on other social media. We're still we're we're still working. Um, it'll it'll come someday. Today, no, but someday, whenever things quiet down a little bit. But we're very active on our Instagram, so that is the most reliable source to stay up to date on all the spooky shit that we're getting into. We're gonna be back to normal next week. I hope that my voice was soothing and not annoying to you and you come back because this was exhausting and my my throat kind of hurts from talking. I need some Snapple. Hold on. Oh, all that burns. That was not a good idea. Okay, well, we'll see you next week. Uh, Rachel's gonna kick us off next week with a pretty spooky ghost story and... We'll see you next time.